like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Yeah, this whole podcast, I'm going to be the silent partner on this podcast. <laughs> the I'm just going to sit talker. here. I'm going to sit here and make faces that only Melly can see. <laughs> <laughs> be like, look, this. Well, I'll have to go back in. In uh, we have to record that, and then I'll go back in and narrate the faces. <laughs> be like grumpy face with big fish lips. Maybe Fancy I don't know. Tuna I... Is making a grumpy fish lip face. Now she's smiling. Fancy tuna is doing a shoulder dance. <laughs> but that's just normal. Yeah, Me? that's just how the normal. That's just that's tuna's got a tuna, man. That's right. That's it's just right. fancy being fancy. Tuna dance. Yeah. No, on um. I just saw it just popped up on my tweet tour, but yeah. the the '90s nostalgia is big today. With so, who? With, oh, the, yeah. with the old people with or the, the young old, people? Well, well old it is Father's Day. Uh, Kurt Cobain's unplugged guitar sold for six million dollars at auction. Six oh, that's the one his silly daughter million. accidentally lost to her ex-husband or whatever. No, that was his electric guitar. This is the acoustic from. The oh, unplugged. okay. I thought I thought no, she lost that, that one, one. She lost to her ex-husband. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, but this one, that was the acoustic. And then on top of that, it's like, also, people are getting real nostalgic for the 90s Pizza Hut experience. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. As soon oh, as I, I saw that today, too. How I was like, remember personal pan pizzas? And they used to come out and they were like crunchy on the bottom. Fuck and, yeah, and like yeah. 800 degrees and you don't touch it or you burned your mouth off. We were talking about it as soon as you mentioned it. And the first thing I brought up was those big red Coke cups. Yep. Giant. Red cups. I don't think I ever used to eat at a Pizza Hut. You oh. never went inside of them? You I only had them delivered that, to your what? house? I think that might be a Midwest thing. Maybe. Or maybe I just didn't, didn't you grow didn't up with live. a family that did that. There you was, didn't yeah. live, man, let me went, tell you. Pizza hadn't made it to went, Long Beach at that point. <laughs> we used to get pizza all the time, but we would... Um, here's how silly my family is. We would go to the Pizza Hut, order the pizza... It would, they would be like, okay, it's going to be like 45 minutes. We would go to the Roth's Dress for Less next door shop and then come pick up the pizza and drive home. Well, that's a 45-minute wait for a pizza. It's significant. That is I, a significant yeah. wait well, for a pizza. Like usually if it's not in my house I, in 30 minutes, I start getting cranky. I don't know. Maybe it was 20 minutes. I if was you child, watched uh, Teenage Mutant no, Ninja Turtles. Time is the Illuminati construct. It's Delivery true. was free if it was 30 minutes or mm-hmm, if it was mm-hmm. more than 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember ever going to a pizza place to like sit down and eat pizza there. We we did it a couple times in my fam, but I remember the lights. They had these like Tiffany esque style lamps, but they all said Pizza Hut. Yeah, and then beautiful Pizza Hut stained glass stained glass lamps. lamps, and then they had like the big you know cushy booths, and they would come out with their little tiny personal pan pizzas, and they had these like red giant Coke. Dog, you had to get the fucking pizza buffet. That's what was up. Oh. Pizza buffet. This is sounding like a Shakey's. Uh, maybe. Kinda. We didn't have Shakey's, so yeah, we I didn't don't have know. that. We were Midwestern maybe, kids. Maybe that's Oh, see, the you difference. guys had Shakey's. We had Pizza Hut sit down and eat, eat pizza buffet. Yeah, because we used oh. to get Pizza Hut, but we it was a whole Shakey's thing oh. at the Ross Dress for Less. In Shakey's chased Pizza Hut right out of town. Yeah. That's what it was. It shakied it right out of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right, I'm but, um, done. Shh. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, today was 90s nostalgia day, and I'm I'm here for it. All right. Yeah. Now I really want pizza. 
Well, yeah, well the I, great thing about the plague is that you can order it still. The, the plague has oh, not stopped pizza. Oh, th- that's not true. Because when there was uh, protests, there was no pizza for three days. I tried every day and was denied pizza. Yeah, they weren't going to Vanessa's hood. They were not coming to me. They and came to our post- hood. And then when Postmates was finally like, we'll deliver to you, they were like, there's a $25 Blitz service charge. What Blitz? the fuck, like, what the fuck everybody is Everybody in your neighborhood had been London? trying to get pizza for the last week and weren't able to get it. Yeah. Now everyone was like, I'm getting that fucking pizza now that these, these ruffian go, 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 protesters go, go, go. are out of the streets. No, it was sad. It was a sad three days when I just really want a pizza and couldn't get it. Well, now you can make your own. No, I can. Oh, yeah. and I can order it. I can bring, uh, have them bring it to any, me. Any way that you want a pizza, you can get it. And that's any way I want it. That's the way, way you want it. it. That's, that's the, the way, way you pizza. Any way you pizza. <laughs> Do you know what's better than pizza? Hmm. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. Although most of the time we'd rather just be eating pizza. Mm -hmm. Pizza and beer go together so so well. well. You need, you cannot have one without the other. I'm sorry for children who cannot uh, consume beer legally. I mean, they don't know what they're missing. It's, you should all still be quarantining in your homes. Absolutely. If you have your own home, give that toddler beer. Give them like, give them like a PBR, something that's like barely beer, you know? What's the worst that's going to happen to this kid? Going to act a little goofy and fall asleep. He's going to have a great time mm-hmm. he's gonna beat his high score on metroid he's gonna have the best fucking nap of his life oh my god yeah and he's and gonna wake up friends are gonna think he's so cool he's gonna wake up feeling like shit but because he's two he'll snap back from that hangover real sweet no oh yeah. he'll be fine he'll be fine our yeah. local pizza hut had a space invaders in the corner oh i think ours did too hell yeah and an asteroid <gasps> it was all space related arcade games yeah well Which space is, pizza you think it'd be pizza related well, what were look, the pizza arcade games of the I 80s? I don't know. Maybe the pizza 90s. The root beer making... tapper? <laughs> Donkey pizza? No. <laughs> Donkey pizza? Yeah, it's like asteroid, but instead you're like shooting pepperonis at foreign pizzas. Yeah. You're a pizza shooting slices into hungry mouths. Oh. <laughs> la, 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 la. I, 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 I shoot it into game. my mouth. No. But so speaking of beer, <laughs> we got... No, no. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. So... Oh, we got a new... <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving right past it. This is for our brand new Booze and Bruce Nights podcast. Uh, uh, the Booze and Bruce Nights, our new erotica series. Shoot it into my mouth. Yeah. Before we started recording, we joked that we were going to start an erotica series where we wrote and read very bad erotica. Like, oh, yes, yeah, real good wiener. Give me that wiener. Yeah. Hey, if you want that, let us know. Send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. Nobody we'll add it to the Patreon. No one Nobody wants, wants that. that. Everybody wants this. Nobody does. Everybody wants this premium content. You know what people do want, though? Our beer. Thank you. We You're got welcome. a new brewery now. Yes, we do. We got a new local brewery for the next four weeks. Oh, it's going to be gonna great. We're going to be drinking delicious beers from one of our local faves, actually, over mm-hmm. at Three Weavers. Yes. Girl power. Hashtag girl power. Yeah. We like that the brewery is very cute little place. Yep. We met an adorable eyeless uh, basset hound there yep. once. Yep. Oh, that's right. He was could so smell s- our chicken skewers. He could to- he could smell everything. He was and- like, I know there's chicken on that table and I would like it in my tum tum. Yep. But yeah, it was it's a it's a super cute location. Their beers are very very good, and they're within or Vanessa's within their delivery zone. Yeah. So here they we are. They brought it right to my house, and they have variety packs. So I was like, yeah, give me one of them variety packs. Give it. Give now it to we're me. good for a month. 
Yes. So this week we are drinking Sun Trap, which is their session sour, and it is so good. It's very it's good. It's so good. really good. It's not it's not that sour. It's really good. Yeah. Like it it has more of the sour funk, but then the session, like with some of the hoppiness kind of comes in and I think cuts back on the sourness. But it's real good. It's yummy. It's sweet. Yeah. It's sour. Yeah. It's like I mean, Chinese we'll get, food in a glass. We'll get yeah, it's sure. That's exactly <laughs> what it is, dear. Just I just drop a slice of chicken in there and have it have Shoot a meal. it right into my a mouth. Slice of Chinese chicken. Yeah. Slice it. Okay. How do you eat just, it? <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> so anyway, we were like, <laughs> I shoot it into my mouth. <laughs> so anyway, we thought, well, what on earth are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, we were like, sun trap. What does that mean? What does that mean to us? What does that mean to us? It means shoot it into my mouth. Yeah. No, that's most things mean that to us. though. Yes. No, to us, that meant peaches. Yeah. And we're like, it's summertime. The yeah. living is not quite so easy. No, but it was real hard, actually beachy this is a good summertime beer this actually. is a great summertime beer yeah so we decided to do haunted beaches yep and i'm starring bet midler yeah oh. uh and that, I, yeah. that was <laughs> haunted good giant noses haunted uh, giant and, noses and we can cry through the podcast beaches uh papa can you hear me uh, <laughs> so i'm going to tell you about prawley's island in south carolina south carolina Crawley's island Polly, P A W, P A W L E Y. Okay, Pauly. Pauly. I now understand. Polly, thank Pauly. you. Uh, so Polly's Island is a small island, quote, separated from the mainland by a salt marsh. Oh, uh, the ocean. Thanks, Thanks Wikipedia. No, hey. it's like it's it's like a tiny sliver. It's uh it's about three miles long and about a quarter of a mile wide. So it's like it's the long skinny piece in Tetris okay. on the outside of South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's also like it's not even off the coast it's like off the coast is like a peninsula and it's off the coast of that peninsula so it's just it's out in the ocean it's, it's, it's a peninsula's peninsula yes and it's okay. separated from the mainland by like uh like two little bridges but it, it, it's like 20 feet from that it's not very far like it's okay. there's no boats necessary for this island okay it's like a fractal but it's a lot of it's a lot of beaches you could imagine if it's all long and skinny it's practically all it's beach. just the whole thing it's is like 90 percent beach thing. Um, so it's, and if you're curious, you geography nerds out there, it's about 25 miles south of Myrtle Beach. Okay. Mm. That's Freaknik. all I know. And it's on the East Coast. Thank That's you, right. Geography. So it was originally home to the Wakama. Yep. And the Winya tribes. Yep. 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 Okay. yep. Both of and them. They that sounds real. And they originally named the land Chikora, which means land. Oh, very good at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> what, what will we call this little spit of land? We will call, we call it land. 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 All right, Bill. That sounds good. Um, you know what? Clever. <laughs> right to the point. Well, we direct. distinguish it from the other land around. You know what? Fuck you, Arrow. You know what? We, this is the first piece of land we named. We're calling it land. Mm-hmm. We're just going to build off of that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like it's connected to it. Also land. land. High land. Short land. <laughs> big land. 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 It's fine. White man's land. Yeah. Uh, it's so all white the, man's land when you get down to it. I mean, uh, we're going to get to that. Oh, uh, so, boy. So the, the natives lived off of the land primarily. So it's like, it's this island that's like off, like basically right off the coast. So there's really good planting right on the coast there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, because this is ocean water, there's a lot of sea life into ocean. So they Veggies. lived off of like farming the land, and then they also farmed oysters. Uh, delicious. Um, yeah, Not and really. apparently kind of like so gross. much so that they used to turn like, into oysters. oysters, and oh. yeah, they all turn into oysters. They're oyster man. Yeah, <laughs> continually hunted by the otter man. <laughs> they just want to break each other open on their bellies and eat each eat, other. Yeah. Um, no, they. Fuck, this so would be a good comic book. Show me oyster <laughs> smiling. They get a print out of oysters smiling. That's a joke for Bob Quinn. Nude tame. Uh, they used to shuck all these oysters and then they would throw all the shells in one big pile. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they sell, they call them middens. And these piles are, are so big, they've survived for hundreds and hundreds of years and they're still there. They're wow. like almost fossilized versions of these old oyster shells now. Oh. Um, so around the 1700s, everything started to go to shit because white people showed yeah, up. Yeah, the white, the white man was like, yo, this is mine. And they're like, no. This land is my yeah. land. Also, this land's my land. And this that is, land my is my land. land. All this land's my land. I don't There's care that you land about here. That's why All they this named shit it, is my shit. That's why they named it land. They're like, this land is our yep, land. It's our land now. <laughs> um, so literally Wikipedia was like, white settlers showed up and they tried to trade for a while, but eventually ended in wars. And one of these tribes was completely decimated and no longer exists. And the other one was almost put into a, uh, like Extinct. non-existent. Oh yeah. my God. Yikes. Yeah. So one of these tribes is no longer exists. One of them still is, but they don't get to live on the island anymore. It's pretty much exclusively for white people now. Oh God. Mm. Um, so then in colonial times, it was owned by, owned, so bought it, I guess, yeah. for some oysters, uh, by a man named George Percival Polly. Mr. Polly. Which Percival's a delightful name and we should use more often. It really is. Uh, so George Percival Powley, and he uh, he owned this land and then he sold individual plots of it to other people because um, it was originally, it was basically like the first uh, vacation destination for America <gasps> because all these uh, like farmers... Which a lot of, it's a lot of like air quotes farming. These are plantations. It's South Carolina. Yeah. Sure. These people didn't do a lot of planting themselves. No, they, they stole <laughs> Just, other people to do it for they them. Sat on the, they sat on the fucking front stoop and drank mint juleps while everybody else was out there doing yeah, shit. Yeah. Just to be 100% like. They didn't uh, do shit. Transparent. There's also, there's many hauntings on this island, which we are going to get to. One of which was a plantation, which I was like, I don't want to. Like, no, no uh, we're not going to talk about that. No. Not right now. Fuck your plantation. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So all these farmers, air quotes, yeah. would get tired of being inland in the summertime. And also, like, there was a lot of diseases because it's swampy, gross marshland. All that malaria. I've been sipping one too many mint juleps on my front porch this summer. And I'm also seeing many diseases amongst my employees as it were <laughs> air quotes air empl- quotes employees employees oh uh, yeah i would I, some of my employees seem to be dying of malaria so i'm going to head to I'm, the ocean i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go to the ocean forest spell yeah uh, so they would literally like these huge plantation owners would buy little plots of land on this island and then build a summer home and then live there all summer long wow because it was nicer weather and it's like the windy breezes keeps mosquitoes away so you're way less likely to die of like cholera or malaria or any of those like insect-borne diseases mm. good to know okay well if now only I know they didn't now figure you know. that out and they all could have died of cholera and malaria. Uh, no. Uh, it's, it was so popular, in fact, that George Washington visited in 1791, which is when he was president. Yeah. Right? I was like, yeah, so he went as president and like spent a summer there. <laughs> Why not, man? When you man? could just summer. 
You could, yeah, you look. Could he worked some, real hard. He needed a break. Look, our current president does it too. So yeah. he do, and you know what? He does it. Way and he's more not often. doing anything. <laughs> he's really not. Um, so yeah, all throughout. So it started in the um, like mid 1700s um, and continues to this day, where people live there or vacation there from May to October. So you can. There are people who live there year round, but mm-hmm. it gets real fucking cold in the winter time. Okay, in South they Carolina, like, on the ocean. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know much about South Carolina, it seems. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the oldest vacation destination on the East Coast, and their website will tell you that they are uh, arrogantly shabby. Uh, What? They tell us that, like, about five million times on their website. Uh, And now I'm going to read to you an excerpt from their website, uh, townofpollysisland.com. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. So, Polly's continues to be known for its shoeless carefree laid-back lifestyle which includes crabbing in the adjacent creeks fishing stories of ghosts the rope hammocks and the unspoiled unsophisticated casual delightful stretch of wide beach and sand dunes this sounds like a nudist colony someone bought a thesaurus yeah (laughs) Yeah. use every like beachy word they that's right they just looked up beach and was like what else can we do shoeless pantsless (laughs) underpantsless shirtless brawless community of toothless toothless nudists (laughs) (laughs) nipples in a hammock (laughs) we're nipple nipple ball sack hammock (laughs) droopy nipples in a hammock just like poking through the little parts of the webbing oh my god enjoy the rustic charm (laughs) shoeless nipple heavy nipple nipple hammock having simple life So the the island has a population, a no, year-round population of 103 people from the most current census, so that's about to change. Uh, and they have over 12 homes, which are original homes from the 1700s. Oh, damn. Oh. That have survived for such a long time. And there's lots of families that live there. Of those 103 people, it's like 50 families or something. And a lot of them are like fifth or fourth generation Polly's Island residents. Like Do you know how much always inbreeding there. there is yeah. amongst those there's four families? Many houses on that island, and they're like they're arrogantly shabby. So it's like they're not. They're like we're not fancy like Myrtle Beach. We're like the beach <laughs> we're not of fancy the like Myrtle Beach. We fuck our sister. Yeah, <laughs> I fancy <laughs> your malaria. Fuck your sister. Come to We keep our gene pools very shallow. Very shabby, like shallow. Shabby. They're like. <laughs> They're like, the gays have Fire Island. We have Polly's Island. (laughs) We're going to get an email from somebody on Polly's Island like, I have never fucked my sister. I fucked my aunt. Aunt, Yeah, I thought your sister's ugly, bro. Um, Okay. So, uh, one of those very old homes... The original 12 homes from the 1700s is now a uh, like bed and breakfast called the Pelican Inn. Okay. Um, so the Pelican Inn uh, was built by Plowden Charles Jean Rett Weston. G. Rett Weston. Wait, how many wor- names are in that name? Seven. Four. <laughs> and, and I would just like to say, as I said, Percival's a delightful name and we should bring it back. Yeah. Plowden, less so. Less. It's. It doesn't come off the tongue as old, Plowden. They call them old, old Plowden Plowden. <laughs> doesn't Plowden sound like some sort of like disgraceful sex act? I was going to yeah. say some icky sex act. Oh, I got like, Plowden last night. He wanted a Plowden, night. so I charged him double. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Plowden Charles. Booze and nights. Yeah, dude, I asked she, if she yeah, was Jean into Rett. Plowden, and she said yes, yeah, so I put my butt up her ass. <laughs> my butt up her ass? <laughs> and she said, I like that butt. It's a real good butt. That's a great butt. 
clown butt. This is what you this can is you, expect. This is you can expect. Moose on Moose 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 it's going to be at least a twenty dollars paywall. <laughs> Melly's writing the really hardcore stuff. So. <laughs> Want to stick butts in butts? Wow, babe! I'm going to write one about Mr. Plowden. <laughs> Please do. So, so Plowden uh, was born in uh, 1918. Nope, 1819. Yep. Other way around. I wrote this yesterday. Oh no excuses. It should be Eight. fresh in your brain. I'm like 1819. <laughs> uh, he was from like a local family, but then his family sent him away to London to go to like high school and college to get British smart. To get the London look. He chipped a gap between <laughs> his teeth. <laughs> he came back. brushing his teeth with butter. Yeah. Lost 75 pounds. Yep. Uh, he did meet a lovely London girl named Emily, and okay. he decided he wanted to marry her. And after much deliberation, his family was like, "All right, you can marry that foreigner girl." Uh, but your sister's right there waiting. But she's right there. <laughs> she's um, already got that London look on account of she's missing one of them front teeth. She got a bigger gap than that one. What the shit? Um. So your as sister ain't good of, enough for you, city boy. <laughs> Fancy London boy. Too good for your sister. Put your mirror your Okay, so uh, as Plowden married Emily, uh, th- uh, they were given a bunch of gifts, including this plantation, which was right off the coast. And part of that included a plot to build a summer home. And then they immediately built a summer home on the island. Right. In 1847. Uh, then there was a war, a war of northern aggression. Yes, uh, where Plowden chose the wrong side uh, and fought with a name like Plowden. You don't expect him to be on the right South side of Carolina. history. From South Carolina, who would have thought he would have gone with the Confederacy? <laughs> um, yeah. So the he served. He made a bunch of like friends, and then after the war was over, and he just went back to his f- normal fucking life, except he had to mildly pay his air quotes employees, employees. on his air quotes farm. Um, as, but then, so then all of his, uh, like Confederate buddies would come summer with them in the vacation house. And it's why the house got so big and started to have so many bedrooms. And then uh, generations later was turned into an inn. Okay. Um, because of this like friendly nature of Plowden. Okay. I'm going to say Plowden as many times as possible. Plowden, known for their friendly plows. Yes. Uh, he, I think he like uh. became a politician or something. I don't know. Who cares? He got tuberculosis and died. Ha! Bye. Bye. Just, uh, uh, you know what? Cut your lungs, uh, cut your chest open, air yeah, your lungs just, out. But, yeah, just, just on your lungs. But you're, it's fine because there's no mosquitoes here. No, so you'll so you're be fine. totally safe. It's way safe. No bugs. It's not gross. Uh, so one of the ghosts that they see at the Pelican Inn is the ghost they think of Plowden or uh. of one of his friends because they see uh, a tall man dressed in a Civil War uniform. I assume a Confederate soldier uniform. Yeah. Um, and he, it, it's one of those things where lots of people claim to have seen him, but it's like always in the corner, like where he's like just on the edge of your peripheral vision. And as you turn to look at him, he disappears. Oh. So you can never get like a really good look at him. No one knows what Plowden looks like. No one knows. Or, or they're like, it could be one of his many friends because he used to have friends come over all the time too. Mm, but I'm pretty sure it's Plowden. Yeah. 
Um, so one of the other ghosts that they see there is uh, of a lovely woman in a blue gingham dress. And Emily's favorite dress was this blue gingham dress. Mm. Her summer dress. So they're pretty sure that it's Emily. And they say that like the current hotel owner says that like lots of times when she's like checking in uh, new people like to the bed and breakfast, she'll like see something blue and like checkered out of the corner of her eye. And then as she goes to like let the people into the room, the room will smell of fresh cut flowers, even though there aren't any in the room. Oh. And she'd be like, oh, that's Emily, like, making the guests feel welcome. Maybe because they she... should take a hint from fucking Emily and put some fresh cut flowers in their guest Maybe. Bedroom. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, One star on Yelp. No fresh cut flowers. <laughs> but it smelled like it. The ghost Spill or- artificially. Uh, I think they were just trying to cover up the smell of that plowden they did last night. Um, but yeah, so they think Emily is like juicy. a friendly ghost who's, like, just trying to be a hostess continually. Yeah. Um, and then the another ghost that they uh, have there is from the mid-1900s, so probably like the 50s or 60s. And uh, at the time, there was an elderly man who was like sort of the caretaker of the of this place. It was um, like right around the time it was becoming a, an actual bed and breakfast. Um, and so this elderly man was like the caretaker of the facility, and his grandsons would come visit him in the summertime and stay with him. And one summer... The kid was out swimming in the ocean and he started to drown. Oops. Oh no. And and so this elderly caretaker's like, I don't know what to fucking do. But he has these two little Boston Terriers that apparently really love the grandson. And so the dogs swim out to like save him. Oh. And one of them manages to get the boy back to land. A so Boston Terrier how big was this two child? Boston Terrier. He's a little kid, it's like a okay. toddler. Okay. I also don't know how far he, he could have like taken two steps into the ocean and fucking face planted. I yeah, and then forgot how to like stand up again like toddlers do. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die here. <laughs> um, so one of the dogs managed to get him a backup onto land and like save this little boy's life. But unfortunately, one of the dogs died, like drowned trying uh, to save him. Oh. And then like a couple days later, the other dog died of a broken, broken heart. It's just free. His friend died. Uh, but so now people will see two little dogs running around playing oh my God. on the beach. And sometimes guests at the B&B will complain about a small yapping dog noise, even though there are no dogs allowed at the hotel. Oh, my God. I hear this fucking yapping. This, I know. And I was like, Boston Terrier, that's definitely a yappy dog A little noise. yappy dog. But I was like, they're, they still get to play on the beach. Yep. Forever beach time. Sweet babies. Um, but the most famous ghost story to come out of the Pelican Inn is a story from 1989 uh, oh. where a couple was staying there and uh, they were like getting ready for bed and someone comes and knocks on their door and they're in an exterior door of the hotel. So it's it's not like from a hallway. It's from like someone on the street knocking okay. on the door. That's not scary they at don't, all. They like, have a private entrance. So someone knocks on the door. They answer the door and it's a gentleman who's just wearing all gray clothing. Um, and he's like... Uh, they're like hello and he said um if you don't leave you'll die oh oh okay yeah they were like i will kill you and then he disappears oh okay and they were like pack up the shit in the actual fuck so they pack up their shit and they leave the next day yep and like three days later hurricane hugo comes by oh shit um and like they were not gonna stay at that hotel they were like planning to move to another location like the next day or something yeah. and the place that they were gonna move to and the hotel both completely <laughs> spared by the hurricane no damage done wow and they were like what this is insane how is this happening and everyone on the island was like well yeah that's the gray man 
that's what he does. He tells people about hurricanes. Oh, uh, he's Mr. So Hurricane. He's, yeah, so he's the most famous ghost of Polly's Island, the ghost of the Gray Man. Um, so it goes way, way back. The first sighting. He's like that came- guy from those YouTube videos. Huge storm coming to Nova Scotia. That's him. <laughs> There's a big hurricane run. <laughs> I was like, he's just like an old timey like meteorologist. Yes, <laughs> just like the barometric pressure is high. It's rising. It, well, my bungeons have been a throbbing, so it's time to skedaddle. <laughs> So one of the like first most famous sightings of him was in 1893, um, and there was like a, a sharecropper who was farming in the area. So it wasn't even like his land, but he was like working with the animals or whatever. And a man dressed all in gray comes up to him and just says, leave. Oh, and the man's like, what? And then disappears. The man in gray just disappears. Sure. Um, so then that man was like, okay, I'm going to leave. So he leaves and like goes back to the mainland. And then the next day a hurricane hits and Damn. completely spares that farm. Like wow. does no damage to that farm, but like decimates everything around it. So if you don't listen to the gray man, mm. you fucked. But if you we listen know, to him, everyone listens to him. Yeah. So there's also a story from 1954. There was a woman living on the island and she was just walking along the beach one day um, and she sees a man in gray, uh, like walking along the beach up towards her. And she like looks at him and he looks at her. And then as she gets close enough, she's like, do you need help? And he just looked at her and said, leave. leave. <laughs> she disappeared. He disappears. She's like, okay, I'm going to fucking leave because it's the gray man. Like, mm-hmm. this is yeah. a well-known story at this point. Um, so she leaves. Two days later is when uh, Hurricane Hazel comes through, destroys both neighbors on either side of her. Her house is untouched. Wow. So much so that she's like, the beach towels I left drying on the deck were still there. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, so he, like, he's very he has specific. control of the weather. I know. Oh, my God. He's weatherman ghost. So he became uh, popular after an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh my God. The Gray Man. Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, So they interviewed a couple named Jim and Clara Moore who lived on the island and they were one day walking on, very similar story, they were one day walking on the beach. They see a man dressed all in gray coming up towards them. They waved at him. He like didn't wave back, but like did a kind of like stop motion Mm -hmm. and then disappeared. And then they were like, okay, well, that's probably the gray man. And he's just... Something bad's about to happen. We gotta fuck off. His words have left him, so he's not telling people leave anymore. He's just doing the stop. Yep. (laughs) Hammer time. Dude, no. Um, Drop. Stood it down. Open up shop. Whoa. That's a rough so they uh, so they leave the island that that was right before Hurricane Hugo came um, and their house again spared and wow. all of the neighbors around them decimated and like they're it's not even like spared it's like untouched like no damage done to these <sighs> homes that he shows up and helps these people right hmm. well he should so maybe they, help more people than just a select I know two. Or, or stop making hurricanes well how, how does the question is how does he choose who he shall save I don't know what so, is the criteria. I mean, Bigger you may plowed also in. wonder who is the gray man? That's yeah, a great is, question. Why? why is he showing up? Why does he know so much about weather? Yeah. Um. So the there's lots of different origin stories. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to tell you my favorite. Okay. Okay. So this is a story of who's a sailor who was coming home. Mm -hmm. He had been away for years and he was like, finally, like, I'm going to get, I'm going to get fucking home. There's like a big storm coming, um, but I'm going to get home before the storm to the love of my life. I've asked her to marry me. She said, yes, we're going to plan our wedding and have our wedding and start our whole life together. And it's going to be beautiful and lovely and perfect, except and it's not. he was so excited to finally get it in that he decided to take a shortcut Ooh. home. Oh, and his horse got stuck in quicksand. Oh. And he died. Oh. 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 Oh, no. Quicksand is a thing. Oh, guess so. This is a real thing. I think they did it on uh, Mythbusters. Yeah. So they Blazing Saddles, like, too. Yeah. Like mud scuttle or something on Wikipedia. But it's, mud a, it's quicksand. He basically just got swallowed up by the earth. Okay. Got swallowed but up his, by mud butt deer. Is that what you said? Yes. He got swallowed by mud butt, but his horse got away. Uh -uh. <laughs> horse smarter than sailor man mm -hmm. um so he dies and his fiance is like completely overcome with grief and she's like no it's finally gonna get to bone oh, oh, no, he's so good. he was so great i heard he had the best wiener he was gonna put his butt in my butt oh my God. we were gonna plow it in <laughs> we were gonna do do the plow in um so she's overcome with grief and she starts having these like grief dreams where she's like she sees him and he shows up to her in her dreams and he tells her in her dreams like you have to get off this island for your health oh and it's so the ghost of dr steve brule <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to get off this island for your health so she tells her family and her family is like okay you've had a psychotic break yep so okay one gonna, weird okay we don't like that yeah, so we're going to leave the island for your mental health. Yeah, okay, okay. So we're going to leave and go back to our home on the mainland. The day after they leave, a huge hurricane comes and wipes out everything in their neighborhood. Oh, no. um, so they were like, that was the old, like the first time the gray man saved someone from a hurricane. They weren't saying, like, get away for your mental health. They were saying, get away from your health because the earth is trying to swallow you too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's the like the I think the best story about the legend of the gray man. There's another one where like he's gonna marry some girl, she's cheating on him, and the girl throws herself in the bog because she found out that people found out she was a hussy. I don't know. She found like they the found out she really better. likes to plowden. She was really into the plowden. You need two guys for that. It's not her fault. No, she yeah. likes what she likes. Yep. Um, don't kink shame. So there's another story where they think that the ghost is Mr. Percival Parley himself. Oh, oh finally. Getting to the heart of the matter. He's showing back up because he feels a dedication to the people who live on this island since he sold them the land that their families hmm. are living on. It, it was but not it's because of me. But apparently he only likes some of them because he only warns certain people. He's not like he runs up and down the island ringing a bell yo, being like, it's going to be a hurricane. Like, I always liked the Carruthers family, and I've also liked the Smiths, but the Johnsons, I never liked them. I mean, the ocean can take them. Yeah, yeah the ocean fine, consume I mean. them totally. <laughs> um, they weren't into daughter fucking. No. <laughs> they they were city too boys. good for... They didn't like our aggressively shabby nature. No. <laughs> I um, saw him once wear shoes. <laughs> Um, and so some of the people who've seen the gray man describe, he's always like a tall man who just looks like a normal dude, but dressed entirely in gray. Okay. But then some people say, well, he's dressed entirely in gray, but he's also a pirate. Oh. Which has started this like rumor of the legend that it's actually a man named Edward Teach, mm -hmm. who is, as you know, Blackbeard. Blackbeard. So they think it is this Blackbeard pirate man who come and warn people of 
He says, hey, I have black beard. There's black clouds coming. I am pilot Storm. Blackbeard was historically Russian? Yep. Yes. Why not this you come to Ireland? You need to get to Ireland because get out. Get yeah. out, Borscht. Get out. He says, give this man his man. Give this man. Leave my island. Pay him. Pay the man his man. Pay man his man. Anyway, so that's the story of Polly Island. It's many goes for being like three miles long and like a quarter mile square. So it's basically uh-huh. like a mile, a square mile of right. land. It's a lot of fucking ghosts. That's a lot of ghosties tied to one little teeny spot of land. I know. And one of them has a barometer. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, so that's my haunted beach. Yay! All right, Yay. stick around and I'll yell at you and we'll come right back to the show. Yahoo! Hey everybody, it's your old pal Engineer Bob, and you know that I'm always down to Plowden. Hey, guess what? We've got a bunch of spooky spaghettis that we want to get from people. We, If you can write horror stories, you should send them to us so we can read them on the show. It'll be great. We'll have fun. You'll have fun. Send us an email with that spooky spaghetti, that's creepypasta, your haunted story, boozebrewspodcast at gmail.com. We also have a fabulous Patreon, patreon.com slash boozebrews. Booze and brews. There we go. I can speak. It's awesome. We've got audio episodes, video episodes, so sketches that I do during the show. You're going to love it. It's an incredible value on the internet and a great way to support us ding dongs. We also have a bunch of great social media websites where you can come and talk to us. We have an Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. We have a Facebook at Booze and Brews. And we have a Twitter at Booze and Bros. That's it for me. Now back to the show. Yay. You know what also made it really easy? The way Vanessa's story ended is such an easy segue into mine. I'm I'm really just here to service you both. Hey, hey, get ready for Booze and Bruiser Rock. That's right, just just shove it in or whatever. (laughs) Put your butts in our butts. Yeah, please. Get ready for a Plowden porn. Oh, Plowden Puss, yeah. Plowden Puss, that's what you... I think that's just called scissoring. That fucks. No, so for my... It's called boxing story wow that was a good joke and neither one of you assholes <laughs> yes, not a good joke it was an excellent joke <laughs> to you you stand by it i i stand by it good well i'm glad that makes 33 percent of us you admitted it you, you oh my god he admitted <laughs> now you must marry your mother-in-law <laughs> uh no so the nice segue From Tuna's story into my story is that my haunted beach is Teach's Hole. Gross. Which is gross. In uh, off of Ocracoke Island, North Carolina. Oh, Oh, so we're still in Carolina land. Yes. That's the war of Northern Carolina aggression. Yes, the war of Northern and Southern Carolina aggression. Sure. Carolina Uh, aggression. Aggression. Teach's Hole. Perhaps you're like, Teach. Where have I heard that before? Where did I just hear that name? I feel like I just heard it. You're, you did. You did. And you I don't even did. listen you, to this show when I'm doing you, it. You uh, put your butt in his butt. Yep, that's oh. what we did. <laughs> you loved how good his wiener was. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Ocracoke Island. I'm I'm assuming that's how you say it. It's it is now. It's Okra Coke. So it's like somebody likes slimy gumbo vegetables and Coca-Cola. Fucking A. Named an island after it. Okay. It is part of North Carolina's Outer Banks uh, and is located on the southernmost super duper bottomest part of Cape Hatteras National Seashore. There you Sweet. go. Hatteras. Very similar there, to the Plowden. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I. It's just like it, except the woman's on top. There it is. Love it. That's the only difference. Hatter ass. Uh, so the island is 15 miles long and only accessible by air or water. So oh. you cannot drive your car. You would. What about unicorn? You can maybe take a unicorn, but Unicorns they're very fly. rare. They're good. They only come out like once every couple months during the summer. So it's like you got a one in 12 chance. And the Scottish okay. people are going to be very upset that you stole their national animal. Yeah, fuck yep. you, come at me, Scotland. Well, look, the, the weather's nicer on Ocracoke it's Island. It's true. During the summer months. Is it? I don't know. Did they have malaria? My island's malaria-free, motherfucker. Hi, hi, uh, yeah. My story did not research into malaria, does not care. <laughs> well, I see how much you care about this podcast. <laughs> didn't even look up malaria. You didn't look up malaria or other diseases of the butt? What is wrong <laughs> with you? Your story about Blackbeard, you didn't look up malaria? No. Shockingly, I didn't. Because malaria did not kill Edward Teach. But I'm going to tell you what did. Hold on. That so, you know of. Yes. So uh, the reason it is called Teach's Hole is because it is most famous for being the hideout of one Edward Teach, a.k.a. Blackbeard. Sweet. Blackbeard. The pirate. The famous Russian pirate. Yes. <laughs> so famous. Hello, I am pirate. You're giving me the balloons now. Thank give you. me here your money. Uh, Mr. Blackbeard. Give, give this man your the, money. Your money. <laughs> uh, Blackbeard would anchor his ship offshore of Springer's Point, which is uh, still called Teach's Hole. So that's where it is. Um, and legend Why also- hole? Because was he like liked Heidi Hole. He liked Plowden. Okay. He liked to Plowden. He did in the like hole. to Plowden in the hole. Yeah. Hence, teaches hole. Well, you need two holes to Plowden correctly. Right. And well, that's how I was taught. Someone's going to like tell us there actually is a thing called Plowden. Where you put your butt into somebody, somebody else's, else's butt. butt. You're like I've done it. Someone else's butt. It's a real thing. Uh, so legend also has it that the island Ocracoke got its name from Blackbeard when he, anxious for battle, cried out, Oh, Crowcock! Oh, Crowcock! At uh, the rooster on board to get him to announce the start of the day because he was so eager to battle oh. and apparently there was a time limit. You couldn't start until the rooster crowed. God forbid you sneaky sneak up on somebody before daybreak. Gotcha. I am, I am pirate of very good uh, morals. And I do not fight until it's sunny. At least until rooster make noise. And rooster Look, quiet, I am I a s- no stab. Look, I am a sex pervert pirate, but that does not mean I'm a man without honor. <laughs> so, I oh, crow, cock, hurry up. And, and wait, and what? I have rules. I have and rules. <laughs> and rubles. And rubles, yes. Uh, not much is known about Blackbeard's early life. His origin story, a little bit unknown. <laughs> Spit uh, by a radioactive spider. Yes, and uh, ra- with a yeah, and and uh, with, the radioactive much, spider had a real with, long beard. With much beard comes with, much responsibility. Yeah. Uh, it is believed that Mister Teach was born sometime around 1680 in vroom, Bristol, vroom. England. Yeah, it was a very two very loud yeah, boys. Two race boys. England, which was in the Russia part of Russia, though. Yes. Right? Yeah, you know, the mm-hmm. Bristol, Russia, England. Yeah, Slavic Britain. <laughs> yes. Very well known Slavic part of England in 1680. <laughs> you know. uh, and evidence suggests that uh, Edward was raised in a fairly well off family, for he could both read and write, which oh apparently God, was only a- reserved for those uppity upper middle class to rich peoples. And he knew about roosters. And he did know that roosters signaled the start of the day. 
Yeah. You need an education to know that. He's and got not just book smarts, but street smarts. Street smarts, smarts so. as well. Waterway um, smarts. <laughs> went to the school of hard knots. Hard boats. Hard boat hardness. Hard knots. Hard, no, hard knots. Wow. Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> She's like oh. fist pumping the air. Tuna is very proud. As she oh, should. yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was Self-congratulate. Hot. That is delightful. Um, oh. But once uh, Blackbeard started pirating, his name and visage would strike fear into the hearts of merchant ships. Oh, no. He's a pirate. I'm scared. He's a very scary pirate. Blackbeard was a tall man with Natch, a very long black beard. So it's not just a clever name uh, that extended down to his waist. So it wasn't, it was a long beard. He was like the crystal gale of pirates. Mm -hmm. He really was. Uh, That's too long of a beard, by the way. It is like Bob's beard is a good length of beard. Like nowadays that would be too long of a beard. And now there's like beard oils, but like ye old pirate days. Imagine how scraggly and had the fucking stink too. Oh, with all Ugh. the gross bits of like food that he never oh combed God. out, and pirate, like it's like a geological exhibit. It. You like dig through it. And you're like, this was seven years ago. This crunchy, was crunch, years crunch, ago. crunch. It's I, just like, but he's got those good beachy waves from all the sea spray. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, so his beard would typically be tied into pigtails that he would wrap in black ribbons. So he kind of tried to fancy himself up a bit. He wore a bandolier with three braces of guns. Three? Three. He had a lot of guns. And at times, he would hang, this is metal as shit, two slow-burning cannon fuses from his beard, light them so his head would be enshrouded with black smoke. Metal. I am about it. That's yeah. really cool. It's fucking rad cool. as shit, man. That's you see cool. this like black smoke like covered figure just like walk all cool bad guys don't look at explosions kind of shit. I'd give you all my stuff. Like he's definitely like came he was a Viking and he came back as Blackbeard, right? Like that's <laughs> definitely what happened. Absolutely. A like lot of nerdy fucking rich kid from Bristol yep. grew up to that. He was some sort of Fjord king in, in older times, in past lives, for sure. Um, and further to prove his manliness, he would sometimes uh, light his rum on fire and drink it. Whilst oh, on fire. Okay, now I think he's a juggalo. <laughs> well, you know, they had to start That's, somewhere. And, and, and he would load his cannons with Fago Cola. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, his uh, reign of boat terror only lasted two years. Okay. Um, That's not a very long time. It's not. And it's one of those in his Wikipedia page. Other pirates made a shit ton more money than him, but because of his just his overall though. metal theatrics, he was well remembered. Like it took him 12 years to grow that beard and then he only got to use it for two years. For two years, yeah. I, you know what? Worth it. Those two years were scary. He was worth it, man. It was so worth it. Um, But during those two years, he fucked a lot of ships up. Uh, He would ambush them, steal their cargo, kill those who opposed him, and or wouldn't give him what he wanted. He once chopped off a man's finger because he wouldn't give him a diamond ring. He was like, cool my finger now. 
and the ring yeah i'll take the ring and the finger and the finger i mean that because he could have like shot him in the face and then taken right but no he kept him alive and just chopped his finger off as a lesson to other people who don't give their rings to pirates yeah oh and then well i'm sure he died like four days later of gangrene oh oh, guaranteed absolutely (laughs) because that was not a sterile knife (laughs) no what happened to you uh blackbeard chopped my finger off and then i pooped myself to death a week later (laughs) (laughs) you get to the pearly gates and saint peter's like what yeah that's That's good that story checks out. Please enter. Come it's on. like every autobiography from the 1500s. I chop like... my finger off and poop myself to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a paper cut and then pooped myself and then to my death. Poop. But it always, and in the actual and, autobiography is called, and I poop myself to death. And yeah. I poop myself to death. Dot, dot, dot. And death I... by pooping. A history of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I had a headache and then I pooped myself to death. Uh, and how <laughs> he would. I fucked a chicken and then I pooped, I pooped myself, myself to death. death. I'm so good at this game. You're right. I put my butt in someone else's butt. And, then and I pooped myself, myself to, death. to death. And we pooped ourselves to death. <laughs> yes. Um, so to get the ships or to lull the other merchant ships that he was about to rob into a false sense of security, he would frequently fly the flags of countries friendly to the boat that oh, they were about to and attack. It, it worked out because he was Russian. Exactly. They a didn't know anything. Boy. You're like, um, Hello, I'm from Czechoslovakia. Exactly. Nothing then, to be afraid of. <laughs> but then at the very last minute, usually during the dawn or dusk hours when it was hardest to see, he would switch the flags, put up his pirate flag, and attack. <laughs> oh, I have tricked you. I'm such good pirate. I'm the best pirate. Um, you at, thought I was Denmark, but I am not. No. <laughs> uh, at one point, Blackbeard was even pardoned by the governor of North Carolina for his piracy, but that lasted all of two months before he went back to pirating. Why, why did, was he pardoned? Uh, he uh, and a bunch of his dudes, I guess, like got caught or they gave back some of their pirating booty. And the, the governor was just like, will you <coughs> knock Hello, it off? And he was like, sure, I, I promise. No harm, no foul. Promise not to do it anymore. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hello, I'm Blackbeard. I did the rob. I feel bad about it. I like to say sorry and you let me go. Here's now. a diamond ring to tell you I am so sorry. Here's finger I took. I am super sorry. My bad. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you're pardoned. I noticed that you left the ring on the finger, so I'll allow it. Yeah. Thank you. See, he was I only nice. put in but once, so it's still pretty good finger. <laughs> so by <laughs> a little crusty but good that's fine um by july of 1718 the governor of virginia alex spotswood great name had already uh, started hunting down blackbeard because he was just wreaking too much havoc up and down the coast so going from virginia reeking man down to south Carolina, well, down to florida i want to say like he was just hanging out just in that section the of the atlantic well i mean stealing shit so yeah that's easy um going so to freak nick so uh, Alex, Alex Spotswood uh, had already started hunting down Blackbeard and was asking for support from the Crown and the governor of North Carolina, which he received from both. Um, it was in November of 1718, Spotswood was ready to attack um, because it was well known that Blackbeard enjoyed holing up off of uh, Ocracock Island. In his hole. In his oh, hole. Oh, in his special hole. His in hole his was well hole. known. His special boy hole. His known hole. His known hole was well known. Not hole. like his secret hole. It's no. not a secret hole. It's not one where you put it in and it's a surprise. No. <laughs> no. That hole everyone knew about. So they thought, okay, well, we're going to find him there when he, because he took a, he took a spell. He gave like half of his dudes vacation 
They said, you, he's, you guys have done real good pirating. Half of you can go elsewhere to do something else. <laughs> you did super good pirate. I would like to thank you for your hard work and dedication. Yes. So feel free to... But the company's to, going in a different direction. Feel free to fuck <laughs> off for a little bit. Um, and yeah. me, You can get Cobra for three months if you sign up for it. <laughs> right. Um, so he had sent off half of his dudes. Um, and in November, uh, like I said, uh, Spotswood was ready to attack. So he named a Lieutenant Robert Maynard, mm-hmm. uh, who was the Lieutenant. I have of, named you Robert Maynard. Of you the are my HMS Lieutenant. Pearl. You are to my name is Steve, the sir. HMS Pearl. Nope, it's Robert Maynard now. What? Well, you are to captain the HMS Pearl. You are to bring me the reeking man from his hidey hole. <laughs> and we shall plowed in him until the sun rises. Well, that part does sound like a bit of a benefit, so I'll take I've the new It does sound like fun, right? gotten my hands on a fairly clean finger. <laughs> so Maynard's group had 57 men. And like I said, Blackbeard had uh, told half of his dudes to fuck off. Bye. And the rest of them, he was like, yo, we're going to throw a real big party in my hidey hole. Yeah, so party they, in his hole. They were already days into a party at this point. I'm lots telling of you, drinking, break. lots of you know th- having a good time, dancing, mm-hmm. singing, laughing. Yeah, and pirates gone wild. They were having so much fun that Just Blackbeard their nips at each other. Yep, mm-hmm. Blackbeard forgot to appoint a lookout. Oh, they were no. having so much fun. So Maynard's men did sneaky sneak in. Um, and so, they just joined the party. They didn't even take him in. They're like, this is a good time. Being a like, pirate's rad. We were yeah. going to shoot you, but this is pretty But this is actually a lot like more Like when I'm a fun. pirate, I get to pick my own name as opposed to get somebody named me. And the names are cool, like Blackbeard and Jack S- Rackham and Steve. Finger butt. <laughs> Finger butt? No, oh, well, I didn't like oh, that didn't one. Like that Why was do I have to be finger butt? New man on the ship's always named finger butt. <laughs> so, Go swab the poop deck, finger butt. <laughs> Because it's the olden times. There's a lot of poop. So, yes. On the deck. On the deck. On the deck. So, one of Maynard's ships uh, sat between Blackbeard's ship, uh, the Adventure, and Freedom. Um, Blackbeard had about 25 men, like I said, to Maynard's about 60. So, they were well outnumbered. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, and they were drunk as shit. shit. But that did not deter Blackbeard because Maynard's ship sails into the hidey hole and it looks like they are going to run the adventure ashore because the adventure was trying to, they're like, well, we, they can't get past us to get to freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just kind of started following, following the adventure, but the adventure knew the hidey hole better than most people. Mm-hmm. So at the very last minute, like cut down this little inlet and was able to sneaky sneak past. So now the two ships are side to side, kind of like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. where they're like shooting sideways at each other. Sure. So okay. that's Give what them I, the broadside. That's actually kind of what happened. So Maynard Turn ship. Turn around, dearie. Show them your larboard <laughs> side. <laughs> so Maynard ship got stuck in a sandbar because they didn't know the oh, area. Quicksand. As well. Quicksand. They're going to die. Um, so Blackbeard's uh, ship attacked. And just like that, half of Maynard's men were dead. So oh, now. Hell yeah. So now it's and about even. And those motherfuckers even. were drunk. Drunk. They were just like, fuck it. No pain. It was like when you're drunk and you get in a car accident and you like don't have any injuries because you're too drunk to feel the impact. You're just flopsity floppy. They're like missing limbs. They're like, no, fight more. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They destroyed the boat and that is the origin of the term spring break. Wow. Bob. Vanessa's silent. She's like, I'm not even going to dignify you with an answer. They broke the boat, every bone in Maynard's body and that's spring break. Spring break. (laughs) (sighs) Crack. So they put so many fingers in his butt. 
<laughs> yeah. So anyway. They took all the arms that they'd blown up and they just started putting them into people's butts. Put them in their butts. They double plowed into him, man. <laughs> they coined a new phrase they that day. They someone else's blown up butt and put it into your butt. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, it not, no one's ever survived the double plowden so no. it's hard to stick that dismount it's you know very it's just true. a double plowden situation so maynard had his remaining dudes um go below deck to trick yeah, blackbeard into thinking that he won so when blackbeard looks up he blows like half of the ship to kingdom come takes oh, a look no, and all sees of my men are gone all We're of the men are dead so blackbeard's like well i'm gonna come over on your ship and i'm gonna take it over and i'm gonna kill you all so then as soon as blackbeard and his like 10 dudes at this point are on the boat come over maynard's like attack and the dudes come up and it's a lot of stabby stab oh sneak attacks total sneaky attack so at one point maynard and blackbeard are face to face they are ready to battle start kissing to the death (laughs) and they're like I could never shoot you. <laughs> I wish I knew how to quit you. Quit you. I don't like you, Blackbeard, but goddammit, I, I respect, respect you. So they each took a shot at each other. Mm-hmm. Maynard hit Blackbeard. Blackbeard shot went wide. But that did not stop Blackbeard. No, he no. totally Rasputined. Uh, his last few moments. Oh, no shit. Yes. Um, Wait, did he really? Because... He did. Because Rasputin died like nine times. Uh, So here's what happened to Blackbeard. So he gets shot by Maynard, doesn't stop him. He comes up, attacks Maynard again, broke the edge of his sword. So now it is rendered particularly useless. And it looked like Blackbeard shot, was about to get the upper hand for Maynard when one of Maynard's men comes up from behind Blackbeard, slits his throat, Blood is gushing everywhere. Does not stop Blackbeard. No. Oh no. He's still fighting. Can't stop, won't stop. Blood squirting everywhere. Finally, five gunshots and clothes. 20 stab wounds later, he falls. Okay. So he's if now he been had- shot six times, his throat cut, and stabbed 20 times, and then he <laughs> falls. If he'd fallen into the ocean and then they couldn't find his body, I would definitely be like, he pulled Rasputin. Oh, absolutely. So they thought this man... It's almost man, a soap opera. <laughs> so they thought this man cannot die. Like he is... We we need to make sure that he's absolutely dead. What are we going to do? We're going cut to cut his head. his head off. Oh, yeah. They're smart. halfway there already. Exactly. Yeah. So We would just do they, another 10 stabs in his neck and the head comes right off. So they cut his neck off. They hung it from the the ship's bow and tossed uh, his body overboard. As his body climbed up out of the water, put its butt into the captain's butt. His body got up and walked away. (laughs) Fuck this. As the body fell, the head shouted, come on, Edward. And the headless body swam three times around the ship before sinking. This story is too good. So this good. This story is amazing. I'm choosing to believe every word of every this is true. Every single word of it. Come on, Come Edward. On, Edward. Who's and then Edward? he swims. Is Edward Maynard? No, Edward Teach. Oh. He calls himself. He doesn't he, call himself he Blackbeard. He called himself his own last name. It's like how I'm like, come on, Singleton, you can do it. Yeah, but yeah. instead he was like, come on, Edward. Come on, you Edward. can do this. Edward, you can do it. Edward, you're Stand- a great swimmer. Stand up, Eddie. You can do it. So, yeah, three times around the boat before it sank. So from that day, Blackbeard's ghost has haunted Teach's hole. 
searching for his missing head. I don't think it's his ghost. I think it's just it's him. him. He never died. Uh, sometimes visitors will see a headless ghost floating on the surface of the water. Just doing the backstroke. Just doing a backstroke. He's just in a lazy river. Yeah. Or they'll see uh, the body glowing just beneath the surface. That whips oh, ass. Magic. And um, Blackbeard is also known to shine a light from the shore. Um, and if you see that and the wind happens to be blowing inland, you'll hear the sound of a man stomping up and down the beach screaming, Where's my head? <laughs> he needs it. There's just sound out of his neck, so it's like, head? Uh, because he's he just needs- doing it in sign language. <laughs> yeah, he learned ASL in the last three hundred years. The loud fingers. fingers, finger talking. That's it. Um, but he needs the head in order to go to the afterlife because he is afraid that his friends or the devil himself will not recognize him without oh, the head. Oh. He's not going unless he can get in that. He's not going section. unless he gets yeah, his head back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No distinguishing tattoos. Yeah. Um, and the story goes that the head was kept. Um, and they let the the skin and the stuff fall off of it, and then in a, like I don't know, hundred something years later, a governor like drank wine out of his skull. Which oh, is pretty gross! Cool. But somebody ah, kept it. I don't know where too. it is today. I don't know if it's kept yeah. or it's right here. Pulled <laughs> <laughs> it out. Exactly. So that's I'm Edward Teach. So that's the story of uh, Teach's hole. Man, that Dude, slaps, a, man. That fucking slaps. Cool yeah. ass story with rad pirate. Yeah. Who shouts? Oh. Where's my head? It's a bad part. So let's let's talk about this beer now. Yeah. Let's okay, talk let's about talk this about it. I love okay. this beer. Three Weavers is a great brewery. Also yes. owned by a woman. Yep. Head brewmaster, also a woman. That's right. Hashtag and feminism. It's, and it's named because the the owner's name is like Lynn Weaver or something, and she has three daughters. So three Weavers are her three her little three girls. Daughters. How cute is that? That is the it's very best cute. story. And I very um, much like their their can art. Yeah, I like how they're all the same, but like different color schemes, yeah. and they all have that like sort of not uh, like logo on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've ever had. Well, I mean, we'll see as we continue through this series, but right. I don't think I've ever had a bad beer at Three Weavers. I don't think no, so. no, because when we went, and we did a tasting there, and I was like, everything I had that day, I really liked. Yeah, it was real good. Yeah, yeah. this is um, Sun Trap. Awesome. Flavors of passion fruit, Mendocino sea salt, and lemon are radiant in Sun Trap ale. A lightly tart, yep. bright, uh, and refreshing yep. sipper. Soak up the li- uh, a little bit of splendor with every Sun Trap. It's more than beer. It's community. And if you look at the bottom of your can, it says, "You are my sunshine." It does you say that. Sunshine. Oh, I am your sunshine. Yup. This is very You're sweet. Welcome. It was yeah. also canned t- t- five days ago. That's awesome. That's oh my god! Fresh as hell. Full of coronavirus. Fre- fully fresh. Fresh. Um, it's four and a half percent. It is a porch pounder, man. It is a porch pounder. I like it. I don't get the salt, the sea saltiness. It doesn't have that uh, goziness to it. No. It definitely is more of a sour. It's more tart than yeah. Yeah, but it's again, it's more tart than But it's sour. not like overly tart. It's just a very good beer. It's delightful. It's like you probably wouldn't want to have more than like three just because it does pack a lot of flavor. Yeah. But it is a, like this in a pool in a oh, summer day God. is yeah. delightful. This yeah. is, there's a great beer. I yeah. can do that. I could do that all day. Our pool told us that you can only have two people and no guests are allowed. I has oh. a sad now. It has a smell. It smells a little funky, which I appreciate. It yeah. does. It's got a little which bit it of funk should. to it. A moment ago, I thought it smelled like carrots, but now it doesn't. 
No. It opened up and now it just smells delicious. It smells yeah, a little bit so like good. heaven. Like feet. Mm. Uh, so this is the part of the show where I get to pick a winner. Guess what I like? Gray men. <laughs> I don't know. Who put their butts in your butt. I love it when they put their butts in your butt. You know what else I like? Blackbeard. That guy's a fucking badass. That guy's fucking badass. <laughs> you know what I like? Dogs I can put sweaters on, such as Boston Terriers. Those are like my favorite. But there's one thing I love more than anything. It's a haunted hole. Melissa wins. I was like, I knew you were going to win. I didn't think you were going to win for a haunted, haunted hole. hole. I thought I was going to win for the heavy metalness of my story. But it did nah, factor I mean, in. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But a haunted hole that you can plow in. Yeah, I mean, now, now we know how you guys have survived married so long. It is. It's true. A decade of marriage. Uh, lots haunted of good, hole. That's all it takes. Lots lots good, 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 good plowing. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next week. Maybe by next week we'll have our special boost and boost nights. Maybe. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> we are working on something special for our Patreon. Oh my god. O- on a theme. It is kind we'll of see. on theme of the booze and booze nights. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Probably not well. <laughs> uh, but come back next week. We're gonna do. We have a bunch more ghosty stuff lined up. We have more great beers from Three Weavers. So come back next week. There'll be more booze and more brews. And until then, cheers. cheers. Oh, boo. Kalunk. Have a...